everyone, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it. Hey guys, welcome to God's Plan, Your Part. Today we are reading Isaiah chapter 31 through 34. Um, today there are a lot of little pieces or glimmers into uh, final judgment of the world. I mean, there's judgment pieces in here, but we see a little bit of what I would say would be kind of like apocalyptic, kind of interesting revelation glimmers. (laughs) Uh, It caught my attention a couple of times, but reading through, talking, um, and looking at some commentary, it's like, hmm, interesting. So that is also, once again, uh, foreshadowing things even for us to come. Yeah, I think For me personally, reading over 31 to 34, probably a lot of this judgment talk is kind of wearing on me a little bit. It's like, okay, I get it. Like how how many days in a row are we going to talk about like, yes, God is going to destroy all of those who are not obedient to him. Just somebody Um, else's perspective at this point. Yeah, it's it's clear in these chapters that judgment is coming for those who are not obedient. Um, I do like how chapter 31 kind of opens with this indictment against people who find their trust in things that are not the Lord. Uh, so there's this specific call out of armies and a specific call out of horses. Uh, basically like, woe to you who trust in armies, woe to you who trust in Egypt, woe to you who trust in horses. Your trust should be in the Lord. And so he's continuing to call out these, I think, political leaders, military leaders, um, kingdom leaders, that are trusting in everything but the Lord. And we've read it. We've read some of the alliances that were being made at this time. Um, and basically, like, judgment is coming because their faith is not in God. But, you know, something that I really appreciated as we are reading through this, I, I understand that the message is, like, very repetitive through all these different oh, yeah. prophets. But I think for my own personal faith walk, like, my faith is extremely small at many times. Um, and I think what is most helpful to me is hearing the same thing from different people that aren't even connected, like about like situations that I'm in. When I hear people encouraging me with um, their own personal stories or just encouragement that the Lord's just like kind of dropping into their minds, when I hear those different things from different people that are from completely different circles or not even like don't even know each other. It's like, I appreciate that, like almost, what's the word? Like security and knowing that there are many people telling me the same thing and that like, okay, God is working in this situation through all of these different people and all of their different perspectives, but are all telling me the same thing. I think that's kind of like an encouragement from all these prophets. Like I can definitely feel more, um, what's the word? Like just more secure in knowing that like it wasn't just one random prophet. It was many prophets telling the same thing about the same judgment. And even like we were talking earlier, like the same future judgments too. Like Jesus is going to return. He's going to come back and there will be an ultimate judgment. So like hearing that from many different prophets saying the same thing is like, okay, I'm definitely on board and I I feel much more secure in what, I believe, or have read. We have here, like like a, a theoretical person in Israel or Judah at this time could have been hearing from Micah, Amos, mm-hmm. Isaiah, and Hosea. Maybe all at the same time. Uh, that 
that could be a little bit of a reach, but it's not an extreme reach. They were they were prophesying around the same time. And so it would have been possible to hear a message or hear about a message from four different prophets mm-hmm. um, all about the same thing, all about the coming judgment. And hopefully you would be a person that would be like, oh, all right. <laughs> this is real. Um, because it is like we, we've experienced different times in our lives where disconnected people, like people that don't know each yep. other. From uh, different countries. <laughs> <laughs> say similar things to us about the same situations that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And it's obviously really meaningful because it's, it's I think, for us, easier to say, oh, God has a hand in this because God mm-hmm. is sending these people into our lives with a message from himself. So if you put yourself in the shoes of the people who would have been listening to Isaiah, one, like, is this a hard pill to swallow? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, look at, speaking of a hard pill to swallow, look at chapter 32, verse 9. Rise up, you women who are at ease and hear my voice. <laughs> it's like, hey, you people at peace, Complacent war daughters. is coming. <laughs> uh, and that is, just, just so you know, that is historically accurate. He says within less than a year, um, basically, you're going to come under judgment. You're going to be attacked by Assyria, and that occurs in 701 BC. So that's a that's a real event that we know about that lines up with Isaiah's ministry. Um, but hopefully, if you heard the same message from four different prophets, mm-hmm. you would respond to what the Lord was revealing. Yeah. And also, because these four different prophets were prophesying similar things, it should also get our attention um, that Isaiah has a lot to say about not only the coming judgment for Israel and Judah, but the ultimate reign of the king right. um, that is the Messiah. So crazy. That was like kind of like firming up things for me too. Like what's cool is that we can see certain parts of his prophecy that came true for the Israelites, but there's also prophecy that we have yet to see fulfilled too, which is like, whoa, if that sums it up for me there that like, Oh, okay. What he said was true. What that guy said was true. What that guy said was true. Like, what's stopping me from believing that those other things, like, I can put my faith in because I've seen it all happen before and he's prophesying about it, what is to come. So it's kind of cool. It it cannot be underrepresented that we do know uh, that these are very old documents. We know that people wrote them before these events occurred. Mm -hmm. Um, We also know that these events that they were alluding to did occur. And so it, it should be faith affirming. Um, and it should like, I don't know, like stir us up to faith when we see that Micah, Amos, Isaiah, Hosea, they're all speaking about the same thing. Those things came to pass. So then when you look at Isaiah chapter 32, and it talks about a king reigning in righteousness and princes ruling in justice, uh, each will be like a hiding place from the wind and a shelter from the storm. Um, the eyes of those who see will not be closed. The ears of those who hear will give attention. The heart of the hasty will understand and know, and the tongue of stammerers will hasten to speak distinctly. The fool will no more be called noble, nor the scoundrel said to be honorable. Uh, we're looking forward to this ultimate reign of Jesus, our King, where these words are true. I think probably mm-hmm. every kingdom on earth that exists, every nation, they have issues, they have problems, they have things that aren't quite right. Um, but as believers, we are looking forward to a time where Jesus will return and he will rule and reign um, like Isaiah says he will. And that will be 
a good kingdom to be a part of. So if Isaiah said that the Assyrians would come and attack, and they did in fact come and attack, uh, it should get our attention when Isaiah talks about this future king that will come and rule and reign over basically a perfect earth. That should get our attention as well. So what's your part for today? Um, I, I really like what you were talking about, Jenny. Like, I, I like that, that idea of different voices, like different disconnected voices. I think that is significant. Mm-hmm. And so there's, there's always lots of your parts, but I think if, if you are hearing the same thing from multiple people in different areas of your life or different parts of your family or whatever. That are attempting to like speak truth into your life and situation. Yeah, hopefully godly wisdom. Hopefully you pause and consider it and listen to it. Um I I can think specifically probably one of the more meaningful times I was meeting regularly with a like a, a BIC bishop, which is kind of old school church. Um mm-hmm. but he was he was telling me to trust, to trust and just to learn to trust. And at that same time Jenny and I were going through some really difficult things and at the same time we took a trip to Mexico and we met this sweet little Mexican lady that basically told us we need to trust. Um, and it was like, oh, okay, I get it, God. Like, I understand what you're revealing to me, and I want to learn to do that. There are mm-hmm. many, many times um, for – actually, the there's a Post-it note that was on my computer monitor at work that said trust mm-hmm. um, that I kept there for years and years and years. And I continue to think of that story. So if people are revealing the same things to you and they don't know each other and they're not around each other, pay attention to that mm-hmm. um, because we don't want to be like the complacent people uh, in chapter 32 that are just loving their wonderful lives, not even being aware of the fact that that is going to change because God is in control and we are not. And so listen to the voices around you. Um, if that's a, a voice talking about repentance, maybe you should repent. If it's a voice talking about growth, maybe you should grow. If it's a voice talking about a step you should take, maybe you should take that step. Ultimately, have your faith in the Lord. Okay. Uh, have your faith in God, not in some other kind of crazy thing. Um, but trust that he's revealing something to you and obey what he wants. So we'll be back again tomorrow. We'll see you then. Thanks so much for listening to our take today. Before we get into the reading, if we could just ask you one thing. Uh, If you've been enjoying the podcast, if you could subscribe to us and then leave a rating and review, we'd love to hear from you. And every rating we get helps us reach more people. Ultimately, we're just trying to reach people with the truth of God's word and your review will help us do that. So thanks so much for being invested in the podcast. Here's the reading for today. Isaiah chapter 31. Woe to those who go down to Egypt for help and rely on horses, who trust in chariots because they are many and in horsemen because they are very strong. But do not look to the Holy One of Israel or consult the Lord. And yet he is wise and brings disaster. He does not call back his words, but will arise against the house of evildoers and against the helpers of those who work iniquity. The Egyptians are man and not God, and their horses are flesh and not spirit. When the Lord stretches out his hand, the helper will stumble, and he who is helped will fall. For thus a Lord said to me, As a lion or a young lion growls over his prey, And when a band of shepherds is called out against him, he is not terrified by their shouting or daunted at their noise. So the Lord of hosts will come down to fight on Mount Zion and on its hill, like birds hovering so that the Lord of hosts will protect Jerusalem. He will protect it and deliver it. He will spare it and rescue it. Turn to him from whom people have deeply revolted, O children of Israel, for in that day everyone shall cast away his idols of silver and idols of gold, which your hands have sinfully made for you. 
And the Assyrian shall fall by the sword, not of man. And a sword, not of man, shall devour him. And he shall flee from the sword. And his young man shall be put to forced labor. His rock shall pass away in terror. And his officers desert in the standard panic, declares the Lord, whose fire is in Zion and whose furnace is in Jerusalem. Chapter 32 Behold, a king will reign in righteousness, and princes will rule in justice. Each will be like a hiding place from the wind, a shelter from the storm, like streams of water in a dry place, like the shade of a great rock in a weary land. Then the eyes of those who will see will not be closed, and the ears of those who hear will give attention. The heart of the hasty will understand and know, and the tongue of the stammerers will hasten to speak distinctly. The fool will no more be called noble, nor the scoundrel said to be honorable, for the fool speaks folly, and his heart is busy with iniquity. To practice ungodliness, to utter error concerning the Lord, to leave the craving of the hungry unsatisfied, and to deprive the thirsty of drink. As for the scoundrel, his devices are evil. He plans wicked schemes, to ruin the poor with lying words, even when the plea of the needy is right. But he who is noble plans noble things, and on noble things he stands. Rise up, you women, who are at ease, hear my voice. You complacent daughters, give ear to my speech. In a little more than a year you will shudder, you complacent women, for the great harvest fails, the fruit harvest will not come. Tremble, you women, who are at ease. Shudder, you complacent ones. Strip and make yourselves bare, and tie sackcloth around your waist. Beat your breasts for the pleasant fields and the fruitful vine, for the soil of my people growing up in thorns and briars, yes, for all the joyous houses in the exultant city, for the palace is forsaken, the populous city destroyed. This hill and the watchtower will become dens forever, a joy of wild donkeys, a pasture of flocks, until the Spirit is poured upon us from high, and the wilderness becomes a fruitful field, and the fruitful field is deemed a forest. Then justice will dwell in the wilderness, and righteousness abide in the fruitful field, and the effect of righteousness will be peace, and the result of righteousness quietness and trust forever. My people will abide in a peaceful habitation, in secure dwellings and in quiet resting places, and it will hail when the forest falls down, and the city will be utterly laid low. Happy are you who sow beside all waters, who let the feet of the ox and the donkey range free. Chapter 33 Ah, you destroyer, who yourself have not destroyed, you traitor, whom none has betrayed. When you have ceased to destroy, you will be destroyed. And when you have finished betraying, they will betray you. O Lord, be gracious to us. We wait for you. Be our arm every morning, our salvation in time of trouble. At the tumultuous noise, people flee. When you lift yourself up, nations are scattered, and your spoil is gathered as the caterpillar gathers. As locusts leap, it is leapt upon. The Lord is exalted, for he dwells on high. He will fill Zion with justice and with righteousness, and he will be the stability of your times, abundance of salvation, wisdom, and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is Zion's treasure. Behold, their heroes cry in the streets. The envoys of peace weep bitterly. The highways lie waste. The traveler ceases. Covenants are broken. Cities are despised. There is no regard for man. The land mourns and languishes. Lebanon is confounded and withers away. Sharon is like a desert, and Bashan and Carmel shake off their leaves. Now I will arise, says the Lord. Now I will lift myself up. Now I will be exalted. 
You conceive chaff. You give birth to stubble. Your breath is a fire that will consume you, and the people will be as if burned to lime, like thorns cut down that are burned in the fire. Hear you who are far off what I have done, and you who are near acknowledge my might. The sinners in Zion are afraid. Trembling has seized their godless. Who among you can dwell with the consuming fire? Who among us can dwell with everlasting burnings? He who walks righteously and speaks uprightly, who despises the gain of oppressions, who shakes his hands lest they hold a bribe, who stops his ears from hearing of bloodshed, and shuts his eyes from looking on evil. He will dwell on the heights. His place of defense will be the fortress of rocks. His bread will be given him. His water will be sure. Your eyes will behold the king in his beauty. They will see a land that stretches afar. Your heart will muse on the terror. Where is he who counted? Where is he who weighed the tribute? Where is he who counted the towers? You will see no more the insolent people, the people of an obscure speech that you cannot comprehend, stammering in a tongue that you cannot understand. Behold Zion, the city of our appointed feasts. Your eyes will see Jerusalem, an untroubled habitation, an immovable tent, whose stakes will never be plucked up, nor will any of its cords be broken. But there the Lord in majesty will be for us a place of broad rivers and streams, where no gallery with oars can go, nor majestic ship can pass. For the Lord is our judge, the Lord is our lawgiver, the Lord is our king, he will save us. Your cords hang loose, they cannot hold the mass firm in place, or keep the sail spread out. They pray, and spoil in abundance will be divided. Even the lame will take the prey, and no inhabitant will say, I am sick. The people who dwell there will be forgiven their iniquity. Chapter 34 Draw near, O nations, to hear, and give attention, O peoples. Let the earth hear, and all that fills it, the world, and all that comes from it. For the Lord is enraged against all the nations, and furious against their host. He has devoted them to destruction. He has given them over for slaughter. Their slain shall be cast out, and the stench of their corpses shall rise. The mountains shall flow with their blood. All the host of heaven shall rot away, and the skies roll up like a scroll. All their hosts shall fall, as leaves fall from the vine, like leaves falling from the fig tree. For my sword has drunk its fill in the heavens. Behold, it descends for judgment upon Edom, upon the people I have devoted to destruction. The Lord has a sword. It is sated with blood. It is gorged with fat, with the blood of lambs and goats, with the fat of the kidneys of rams. For the Lord has a sacrifice in Basra, a great slaughter in the land of Edom. Wild oxen shall fall with them, and young steers with the mighty bulls. Their land shall drink its fill of blood, and their soil shall be gorged with fat. For the Lord has a day of vengeance, a year of recompense for the cause of Zion. And the streams of Edom shall be turned into pitch, and her soil into sulfur. Her land shall become burning pitch. Night and day it shall not be quenched. Its smoke shall go up forever. From generation to generation it shall lie waste. None shall pass through it forever and ever. But the hawk and the porcupine shall possess it. The owl and the raven shall dwell in it. He shall stretch out the line of confusion over it and the plumb line of emptiness. It, its nobles, there is no one that can call it a kingdom, and all its princes shall be nothing. Thorns shall grow over the strongholds, nettles and thistles in its fortresses. It shall be the haunt of jackals, an abode for ostriches. And wild animals shall meet with hyenas. The wild goat shall cry out to his fellow. Indeed, there the night bird settles and finds for herself a resting place. 
There the owl nests and lays and hatches and gathers her young in the shadow. Indeed, the hawks are gathered, each one with her mate. Seek and read from the book of the Lord. Not one of these shall be missing. None shall be without her mate. For the mouth of the Lord has commanded, and his spirit has gathered them. He has cast the lot for them. His hand has portioned it out to them with the line. They shall possess it forever. From generation to generation, they shall dwell in it. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.